Hello and a warm welcome uh, to episode number 41 of Fizzball Inside, the podcast magazine of the International Fizzball Association. And today we have a special guest, Kati Lackinger, chairwoman of the IFA Athletes Commission, who will joining me and Chris. Hi, Kati. Hi, thank you for having me. And hello, Chris. Hello, Jörn, and hello, Fizzball World. It was another day with um, very important meetings uh, as we had today the 20s, no, the 12th uh, meeting of the board of directors and we had several topics. Um, Chris, what, what did come to your mind uh, as most important topic of today? Oh, a difficult question, many topics. Uh, there were many topics on the agenda and each topic was was an important one, but uh, my favorite topic uh, are the topics about events, for example, especially the World Games, which are just ahead of us, uh, the two and two star events uh, and the forecast for next year. Uh, and the most important one is, I would say, uh, it's also connected to events. It's signing the MOU, the Memorandum of Understanding with our friends from the United Through Sports Association. Uh, it's absolutely cool, but uh, the thing I wanted to hear from you is that you gave a report on the World Championships in Greece Kirchen, of course. Uh -huh. You made a, a look back, uh, very well connected to your uh, club and the work and uh, and all these things, but we will come to that later in detail. Kati, um, same question for you. Uh, what was the one of the most important things for you? Probably the World Games? Yes, I have to kind of agree with Cheesy because for me also the events are the most interesting part because these are the things that us athletes are really into and really affecting us. Um, of course, the World Games was one of the most interesting topics because it's the first time for us women to compete and yeah, we are really looking forward to it. And let's have a look into the minutes. Uh, so today we ask uh, for the team nominations of Germany, Brazil, New Zealand, United States, Switzerland and Austria. That are the teams which will uh, hopefully, uh, due to pandemic, we have to always say hopefully in these days, uh, conduct the first inaugural women's competition at the World Games. And uh, just to uh, fill it up, um, Chris, you want to present the list of the, the men's teams, otherwise I will do uh, with Germany, Brazil, United States, Austria, Switzerland, Italy, Chile and Argentina. Unfortunately, our friends from Namibia who have been also uh, qualified for that event did not uh, make the final registration. So, but coming back to my uh, question uh, or you mentioned it uh, because it was the starting point of our today's meeting. We had uh, several other guests united through sports uh, and the United Through Sports Virtual Festival. Uh, we signed an MOU. Chris, you want to report about that a little bit more as we had several guests? Yeah, we had the honor uh to welcome the president of Ames and the president of United Through Sports, Stefan Fox, and also uh, the CEO of United Through Sports, uh, Julia Govinden, uh, who also had birthday this weekend, uh, this week. So uh, happy birthday to you, Julia, again. Uh, we are very happy uh, that they participated in our board of directors meeting today, and we had the honor to sign 
the MOU, the Memorandum of Understanding uh, with United Through Sports. Uh, we, we have a close cooperation uh, with that organization since many years, I would say. Uh, and United Through Sports does a lot of different uh, activities and take action on, on many, uh, many topics uh, connected to sport. And we uh, always try to to uh, to support them with our physical activities, uh, and uh, of course we are also part of the virtual youth uh, festival, which takes place uh, again this November. Uh, many of our of our podcast listeners hopefully uh, remember the event which. Uh, initially took place last year and this year is the second episode and uh, maybe it's it's also a call of action now for our listeners uh, to join this year's uh, United Through Sports uh, World Youth Festival, a really cool event um, and FISBOL participates in the, in the talent uh, competition so everyone is invited to show their fistball skills, fistball activities, uh, or unique skills, and uh, to make a video, send it to us, and later uh, a jury will judge the video, and it's always a competition, one against another, and uh, the winner uh, will go to the next round, and there's also a virtual final, which takes place uh, in the end of November in Saudi Arabia, uh, which is not only a sports competition, but also uh, with educational sessions and so on. So uh, don't miss it. Pretty cool. Uh, we have been a part of it uh, already last year, and I'm really looking forward to this year's episode. Absolutely. And I, I think many of our feasible young kids uh, and there are different age categories, as you mentioned, under 10, under 12, under 14 and so on, under 18 uh, have so many skills and really uh, we would be happy to see them. Uh, Kati, what about uh, skills uh, you have in your mind uh, at that age? What do you think is a good idea? What could the, the young Fisbol players do? Uh, how they could prove their skills for Fisbol and sporting activities? Oh, I think there are many options. You, you got to be creative like balancing the ball through a parkour or something or throwing it and then um, catching it on your arm and balancing it on something like that or doing many, many things with the ball. Uh, it should be uh, in connection with the ball and uh, then you will compete against singers, dancers, um, instrument players. Uh, so it's really uh, a mixed uh, virtual festival of a different uh, kind of sports. But uh, Kati, Today, as you mentioned, we talked also about the World Games, not only the teams who will participate, uh, we also talked about referees. And that's uh, one point I would like to talk uh, with you about and know, know what you think about that. Uh, because uh, we had a report and we talked about the situation uh, whether female matches should be judged by female referees. And uh, knowing the fact that there are much more male referees uh, than female, is that uh, from a perspective of a player interesting to be judged by a female or doesn't it count so much? What, what's your personal view on that uh, if you are refereed by, by a female or male a referee? 
Well, I personally find it cool to have a, a female referee because I, I know that there aren't a lot of female referees and I think that's something we should empower. But on the, on the field, I really don't care because the referee is the referee, even if he's a male or a female. I think then it doesn't matter. But just the concept, I think we should empower female referees. And I really do think that it's cool to have them. And yeah, that's my opinion on this. I think the board shared your uh, your agreement with that. Uh, that is uh, also a good idea to have uh, females refereeing uh, the final match at the gold medal match, for example, in, in Birmingham. But it's not easy task. And uh, knowing that only um, five referees will go to Birmingham, uh, we decided today uh, to share it between male and female. Uh, three male referees will go there and two female. And of course, we have to take into account uh, that not all the referees come from a, or that not the referees come from a country which is playing uh, one of these matches. Uh, so we have to di find diversity not only between gender, but also between the nations represented by the referees. Yeah, uh, that's really interesting topic. Uh, I would change the point of view a little bit, uh, uh, leave the referee topic and ask Katy something different because uh, currently the Austrian national team, the women's team, uh, is is looking for a new coach. Uh, does it make any difference for you, Katy, as a player, if you have a male or a female coach? Because we had the topic uh, with the referee now. Um, I personally think that, yes, there is a difference because the women maybe kind of it's easier to feel like the players feel and to understand how the players feel and maybe it's easier to picture the situations the players are in. On the other side, um, a male coach maybe has some different opinions and different ways to do to do things so that could also be something positive and be good. I think maybe the best way to have a coaching team that is both a male coach and the women together. Maybe that would be the best the best way to do it. But I think both have positive aspects. Hard to say if yeah. it makes a great difference. <laughs> Quite interesting and I'm I'm excited uh, about the new coach uh, team of Austria uh, who will be the new coach. Let's see about the decision of the Austrian board. And having entered that field, uh, also I think we have to talk about the recently decision of uh, Fisbol Performance Center in Linz. Kati, congratulations. You are the new, um, I'm not sure how it should be translated into, into English, uh, the management of this Fisbol Performance Center in Linz. Uh, and also you became an Austrian uh, Federation coach. Uh, at that, um, congrats first, and uh, it's really a task. Uh, could you combine it, um, being a player for some time and doing that management management job, or is it uh, uncomparable? Well, thank you at first. <laughs> um, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I think um, it it will it will work. I think um, because 
I have the the option to separate some things and maybe get help if it if it concerns the team I'm playing in. Um, so it it shouldn't be a problem, I think. I hope. <laughs> and this position starts at the beginning of November, and of course, uh, as you are a member of the um, medal-winning team of Austria at the recent uh, Women's World Championships, you are personally looking uh, probably to go to the World Games and to continue your physical career on the pitch. And so um, that's the question why I think uh, many of the listeners are interested whether this is comparable or not. Uh, yeah, Chris. Other topics we have to talk about about uh, today's um, board meeting. Other topics, so many topics we discussed during the meeting. Uh, yeah, for example, the World Fistball Day 2022. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a little bit too early to talk about, but uh, I'm sure we will repeat it uh, in one of our following editions again. But oh. I, I think within the World Fistball Day, uh, it's a good uh, call for action for our member federations and also for the um, yeah the audience that we today agreed to have additional IFA awards next year. We are looking for the best female player, the best male player, the best rookie of the year, a referee, trainer, and so on. And we will have a new category also with the best Fistball picture, and we will definitely ask also the Fisbol friends around the world what picture they liked most and uh, which uh, should be awarded uh, this best picture award of the year. Yeah, I'm really looking forward uh, to that award uh, ceremony and I'm excited who will win uh, the awards and there are many more activities which takes place on the World Fisbol Day on the birthday Uh, of IFA, it's in the end of January uh, every year, so uh, save the date, 3rd of January. Uh, for example, uh, our audience has again the chance uh, to ask the president and uh, we start again uh, our president's meetings with the continental federations as we did already this year. Uh, and uh, yeah, you mentioned the award ceremony already, uh, which will be Uh, uh, broadcasted uh, on this day and a really cool new thing uh, we want to establish is the United by Fistball Challenge. Uh, we want to, to uh, motivate everyone to uh, post a picture, showing a video uh, uh, or any, any tricks, any special skills or Fistball equipment Everything connected, uh, Fistball should be posted on the social media channels with a hashtag. And my personal expectation and my personal hope is that uh, Facebook has an overkill of Fistball. Uh, that would be the best that could happen. And, and I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm excited how many people will join that challenge. Let's see whether we'll make it to the top hashtags of Twitter or Facebook. Uh, I'm really also excited about that new initiative. So um, you mentioned it at the beginning. We also talked about the future of two-on-two Fistball -two, uh, events. Uh, there will be a, a new um, call for uh, event for hosts uh, next year, and we will continue our activities in that. But uh, I think for the moment, uh, uh, looking on the 
on the watch. It's already time is running uh, as always. So let's come to an end of this episode and uh, we will try it out. Uh, Jörn, just uh, give me once again the stage because uh, the report of the uh, FISBOL World Championship uh, of last July, I guess we do a, a separate session uh, because I could talk hours and hours only about the World Championships. Uh, <laughs> so let's come to an end, as you said. But I just want you to remind you on that topic you mentioned first. Uh, we have to share so many figures with the audience. You, you made really a very detailed report and uh, it's worth that we, we spend one more episode uh, next time on that. Um, I, that's why I expected you to be to nominate this topic as the most important, but you're a fair physical yeah. player. And uh, the, the topic uh, It, the world championship is already in the past and uh, we were also talking about so many future events and uh, looking to the future is probably always uh, more important or more interesting than looking back but of course we want to learn also from that event and I'm really looking forward uh, to to tell our audience more about uh, the, the past world championship and some really interesting figures uh, Not even me would have expected such figures. Chris, as an advertiser, just give us one figure, just one. Uh, the, the most interesting figure I would say is that we have reached 395 million people only by print articles. Yes, you, you understood me correct. 395 million extraordinary number million people only by print number uh, print articles awesome incredible it's it's uh, that's incredible really uh and you have presented much more details valuing kind um, posts and so on but we will definitely talk about in our next episode about that so uh we finish this episode with uh, and let's try it uh, with three of us uh, and don't forget together we are Fistball! Fistball.